Brito, our one-day event, The Wellness Base Camp, is about to land in three awesome parts of Australia. That's right, MP. Geelong on March 28th, Camden on April 4, and Canberra on May 2 are our hosts for The Wellness Base Camp in 2020. Topics this year include self-love, relationships, mindset, longevity, wealth, nutrition, and so much more. Join Kim Morrison, Jason Witten, Marcus, and of course myself, and a few special guests along the way at this very special one-day immersion. It's not a boot camp, folks. Don't bring your runners. It's a base camp, the fundamentals of living your best life possible. To join us and a group of like-minded wellness lovers, go to thewellnessbasecamp.com or search for The Wellness Base Camp in Facebook or Eventbrite. Hey guys, this is Mel, aka The Naked Nashpath, and this podcast is sponsored by my upcoming retreat with Steph D'Souza from MasterChef. We are running Love Your Guts, and it is a retreat from the inside out. It is May 15th to 17th, 2020, and it is all-inclusive. It's going to be held at Cabin in the Clouds, and doesn't that sound beautiful, which is located in Basie. You will be receiving self-care, cooking, meal prep, fermentation, meditation, yoga, and nature walks, and so much more. Steph and I are really excited to bring you this uh, food retreat coming from a different perspective uh, than a normal retreat, I feel, when it's super, super food-based. And we're going to teach you how to do it all at home and we'll have lots of little goodies for you to take with you on your way. So you can check it out. It's on my website, mgherbs.com, and you can put a deposit down and go on a payment plan so you don't have to come up with the full amount right away, but it is very affordable. The full rate is $9.95 and the early bird is $8.95, and that's all-inclusive. That's everything you need for the weekend. So I really hope that I can meet some of you and see you there. And please go to the website and check it out. You're listening to Melissa Gearing, the Naked Naturopath. Mel is a qualified naturopath, herbalist and nutritionist. She can't wait to share her thoughts on all things health and wellness with you. Hey guys, welcome back to the Naked Naturopath. Today on the podcast, I've brought my good friend and colleague, Steph D'Souza in. Did I say it wrong? No, no, perfect. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, to chat about our upcoming retreat, which we're very excited to bring you. Um, in May, ignore all the things in the background. We're a bit excited. A little bit. Welcome, Steph. Thanks, Mel. So we, we want to talk to the guys about the retreat and give people a bit more of um, an insight into what it is because it's not your average retreat, right? Yeah. So we were just talking then about um, why we would want to go to a retreat mm. or why we wouldn't want to go to a retreat. Yes. And one of the things that I said that I wouldn't want to go to a retreat for is because it's all just a little bit serious. Yeah. That's not really <laughs> my jam, to be honest. I like to have a little bit of fun. Um, and my idea of just maybe meditating for way too long is something that would just drive me nuts mm. so we're not going to do that yeah <laughs> as you can see we're here to have a bit of fun yeah. <laughs> from the start of the podcast already <laughs> so I guess you know if you are thinking retreat and that kind of goes your head straight goes to straight <laughs> your head goes straight to meditating silence no alcohol you know horrible dry bland food yeah we just want to make that clear that's not what we're all about about. no not at all so we want to make sure that we 
are going to attract like-minded people mm. like us. So we want to set out, I guess, some clear expectations that it's oh. not going to be a traditional retreat. If you want series. the meditation and the silence, yeah. maybe you don't come. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. So yeah. it's working for both of you. <laughs> it's working for both yeah. In saying that, we are going to have some meditation. We are. We are going to have some yoga. We are. Um, but we are also going to have some wine. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to have some great food. Yes. But we're going to make it, we're going to have really tasty food, but we're going to teach you how to maybe implement a bit more plant-based food into your diet and how to make it a bit more sustainable for you, um, a bit more affordable. Um and while keeping it really, really tasty. Mm. Eating meat is expensive. We, we both eat meat and yeah. that's fine. But being able to integrate a, you know, a once a week or twice a week meal mm-hmm. that is plant-based, vegetable-based, that is still filling, one of the most common complaints that I get is that people don't feel full after they have just a plant-based yeah. meal. So maybe the macronutrients aren't balanced as well as they could be. Yeah. Making sure there's enough fat and there's enough protein along with the carbohydrates that the plants provide is really important. And the other thing, complaint that I hear and I get is that my kids won't eat it, so I'm not going to cook it. So hopefully we can give you some ideas on how to perhaps bump up that plant-based, even if it is in incorporating with some meat into your life or maybe you can slowly convert them to enjoy some plant-based meals absolutely because this isn't just uh, this weekend's kind of retreat thinking about plant-based this is something that's very trendy it's very popular and it's very important at the moment with sustainability issues and um, welfare of animal issues so it's important that if, if we could all just jump in once or twice a week for plant-based, it would make such a huge impact on the world rather than expecting everyone to be vegetarian or vegan, Yeah, which absolutely. is a huge undertaking in itself. Yeah, absolutely. And something I don't even really recommend. Yeah. So, yeah. How often do you eat plant-based? No. We, we aim for twice. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we get three, sometimes yeah. we get one, but we aim for twice. Yeah. And that has been a huge huge undertaking with my husband who is a heavy you know he loves him he loves his meat and that's what he's grown up in and I think as Australians we grow up with meat on the barbecue yes so that's very much our culture um but now we've got a few in the bag that he just loves and he feels fulfilled and he's happy to have it and he's actually looking really great as you just seen he's lost Mm -hmm. heaps of weight yeah we are feeling much more clearer in our heads your body just it takes a toll off your body yeah and I think Something that um, I've done is I haven't done that. I haven't made a conscious effort to do once or twice a week. I think it's been a natural evolution for me in me exploring different cultures. Mm. So I think as Australians we're probably one of the least plant-based food eaters. (laughs) Um, And I think that probably comes from our English heritage um, and our, I guess, rural lifestyle that we started out with you know with that whole meat three veg so i think i think we need to get out of that mindset of meat and three veg if we're going to go plant-based because mm-hmm. if we're just going to have take away the meat and just have the three veg you are not going to sustain that because no. that yeah. is not tasty um and you need to incorporate some nice fats into mm-hmm. your vegetables as well so they they are really tasty yeah, yeah. Yeah. And even if um, 
like a lot of when we first started this journey, we reduced our overall meat. That was a, a, a really good start for us. So what we started to do was have less meat on the plate, more plant based. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if it's an evolution from that perspective, yeah. and then slowly, you know, there's once a week where you actually think, oh, I don't even need that meat because. Yeah the vegetables or the salad or the lentils or the whatever it might be that that dish is just so fulfilling and you love it and it's the new family favorite yeah you kind of go hey well let's not worry about the chicken so you turn that side dish into a main meal and i think that's kind of where mine has the super side yeah exactly i was just saying to mel before we started recording that last night for dinner i made kimchi fried rice Mm. um there was no meat mm. in my fried rice. It's like two super sides put together. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> and it was absolutely delicious. Yeah. And Noah asked to take it for lunch today in his thermos. Yeah. Like I look at that compared to probably four or five years ago what he would have been eating. Mm. And it's been a really, really gradual process, but it is possible. You just you need to have a few strategies under your belt in order to make it happen. And most people would be like, no, my my child won't eat kimchi even like that would be a huge step for them absolutely and it is a huge step Mm. but it's about um changing your taste buds and changing their taste buds and it happens really gradually you cannot just go to your pantry and your fridge and throw everything out that we don't want to eat no no no. we're really down on food waste yeah absolutely (laughs) um and changing it up completely because they're not going to want to eat it. But if you slowly start to incorporate some funky flavours, some some tartness, a little bit of spicy, gradually over time their taste buds will start to accept that. Mm. And the other thing we're going to do when it comes to food is um, cook with some scraps. Yeah. This has been a huge undertaking for me. Um, I actually have a chapter in my book on supersides and a lot of it is scraps, yeah, like awesome. carrot top pesto. Or, you know, even kimchi and sauerkraut, that was a real scrappy dish. Yeah. You know, use all the, the cabbage that's going out of date um, or getting soft or, yeah. you know, you have an abundance of spring onion in the um, garden, so you cut it all back and yeah. make something out of that. Or whatever's cheap in the supermarket. Yes, I'm what's right seasonal. Into, yeah, what's right seasonal, what's, what's cheap. really cheap in the supermarket. Yeah. Um, actually, last week I went to the farmer's market and there was these beautiful sweet potatoes and they were quite small. I think we had sweet potato in four of our meals last week because they were really cheap and they were really delicious. Um, yeah, so it's just about adapting. Yeah, because buying seasonally means that you are going to have the best quality flavour yeah. as well. If we grow things out of season or we're importing them, they obviously yeah. have to have a lot done to them. Yeah, and they lose their nutritional value. Yeah. The longer they're off that tree, mm. the longer they, um, the less nutrition value they have. Yeah, definitely. The other thing that I've been doing a lot is uh, pickling my watermelon skin. So Callie will eat the red part of the watermelon yeah. and then we've got all of this skin left over. So I just cut it up into little squares and put it on the stovetop. Um, well, pickle it overnight in some salty water yeah. and then put it on the stovetop, drain it, put it on the stovetop. Don't cook the salty water pickle. No, uh, not, not nice <laughs> to eat, really. And it makes this delicious caramelised, um, yeah, watermelon skin mm-hmm. pickle. It's so good with like a cheese or even just as a side to, it would have actually been really nice with um, your fried rice. It's mm, like yeah. that sweet and, you know, spicy, Spice. yeah, yeah. sweet mm-hmm. and sour, yeah. And I took it to Christmas. Um, they have like a huge, you know, charcuterie kind of situation and, 
the watermelon picker was the first thing to go and I had to get another jar out. Yeah, that's so popular. Everyone wanted the recipe. So that's something that would have, Mm. that's kilos of food that would have just been thrown away. Just wasted. Yeah, and like I compost and everything, but if I can eat it, that's, you know, not only nutrition, but it also is my compost was full of watermelon skin. So I was like, I've got to be able to do something with this. Yeah. To get rid of it. As you you know, there's a lot of it. Mm. I think some of my best meals that I have created, uh, and that's probably, if I'm really honest with you, where the fried rice came from last night, is that um, the farmer's markets are on this weekend in Spears Point and it's a fortnightly thing. So I try to buy as much as I can from the farmer's market because they're fresher picked um, and they last longer and they're far more delicious, I find, from the farmer's market than the supermarket. So I was trying to empty out my fridge of everything that was bits Mm. and bobs that were left over um, to make something delicious and I was in a bit of a hurry and that's where the kimchi fried rice came from. Love it. Yeah, so now I don't actually have much left in my fridge but there was – probably enough fried rice for three meals if I'm honest. Yeah, so you're clearing space for the new harvest yeah, that you're going to, absolutely. you know, bring home as much as you can carry. Yeah. It literally is like that and yeah. make a couple of trips to the car. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, yeah, you're using up all the ex- excess food because why would we want to waste it? Yeah, Australians exactly. waste so much food. So if we can kind of stop that. percent was yeah. the last um, statistic I saw on what people throw out before they go grocery shopping mm. of their last, of their fresh fruit and vegetables wow. and bread. And bread is the most wasted product in Australia. Wow. Oh, it's it's crazy, so easy it? to do so many different ah, things with yeah. bread. Yeah. I, I mean, just put it in the blender and make breadcrumbs and pop it in the yeah. freezer. Yeah, you know? store it. Yeah. Easy. Such an easy thing to do. Definitely. And pudding. Oh, my God. We got we get like a farmer's box. Um, mm-hmm. My one of my best friends she lives up in the country and she brings me a farmer's box every second Wednesday. And when it comes, sometimes the things are quite ripe. And so we had like I reckon there was about ten peaches and five plums and um, nectarines. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't even like. I just was like, these are all too soft. Yeah, they're pretty much going to be done by tomorrow or the next day. Yeah. So I just cut them all up. And threw them in a baking dish and put some macadamia nuts mm, and some brown yeah. sugar, you know, on top mm. and just made a crumble with some oats as well. Yeah, yeah. Because then it's preserved yeah. essentially, like it's going to be fine for a bunch more days. Yeah. And um, I can feed it to people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, it's funny, I did the same thing because last week, fortnight ago, when I went to the farmer's market, they had um, plums, nectarines, and peaches on special. And I was just at the very end of them and I was starting to get a little bit soft. So I made a nectarine cake. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, it was so good. Delicious. Just delicious. And like, like, you know, people say you, you could make jam or something out of that. And I'm always like, oh, jam's so hard. So I'm all about finding so easy things. Do you eat it? Like, honestly. Yeah. And that's the thing too. I don't even eat jam. No. So why would I want to make it? I'll have a jar <laughs> of jam in my fridge for probably a year. Yeah. And then I'd have to think, Oh my god! I need a recipe for to use up this jam. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> love it. So I guess when we're talking about our retreat, we're going to try and mentor people on some of this philosophy. Yeah, uh, and it's a real naturopathic philosophy, but I think it's also a chef philosophy because yeah. at the end of the day, you don't want waste in your kitchen. No, you can't. That brings to. all your profits down, yeah. um, your margins, and yeah. yeah, it really affects yeah. how your kitchen is functioning. Yeah, definitely, and family. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I cook my family every single day, and I need to make that as 
as economical as yeah. I can as well. And I don't want to throw things in it. We all know that eating healthier is um, seemingly more expensive. It certainly seems so when you like look at a Happy Meal yeah, uh, in the drive or something like that. It's more effort. Yeah. Uh, so if we're going to be putting in the time, the effort, the money, we want to make sure that you're getting the most out of your food. And we spoke, uh, we did a little video for our socials earlier and we spoke about using food as medicine. Yeah. And this is the ultimate, cheapest, you know, most accessible medicine that we have here in Australia to treat our health now but also long-term to maintain our good health. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we want to just teach people how to do that. Yeah. And, uh, and what is in our food? You know, if we've got, um, I don't know, whatever, something, you know, gut problems or something when we come back from holiday, you know, how can we maybe build our resistance up before we go on holiday so we don't get barley belly maybe or whatever. Yes. But if we do get it, how can we fix it when we come home by not going and getting those antibodies mm. potentially? And we're not anti-medication at all, but if we can try and avoid it. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And you mentioned before, um, I was just trying to rack my brain. Ooh. It'll come back to me. Okay. You mentioned something before and I was like, yes. Was it like a light bulb moment? It was. Now you have to remember it. Now the light bulb has switched off. Oh, that's okay. So our retreat's called Love Your Guts. So it is all about using that food to really heal your guts. And we know that our gut is our center of being it runs our immune system it's almost our brain isn't it really absolutely like i heard all these people calling it the second brain for the last few years and i'm like no hey this is our first brain Mm. we make more decisions with that gut on a daily basis it it's got like more neurons in it apparently it's got all of the bacteria that runs our body so um it's one of the first three things that's formed when you conceive a baby Amazing. So it's really, really important. Um, so we've kind of we called our retreat "Love Your Guts" because we want to teach people how to love their guts yeah, and absolutely. how to and love, how important it is to yeah. love your guts and love their children's guts, yeah, and their husband's guts exactly. or their wife's guts, whatever exactly. it might be. Exactly. I think Mel and I both have got like we both had first-hand experience mm. with major gut problems mm. and having to deal with them. So we both really really value gut health yeah we're really passionate and we're hoping to inspire people to be able to take away from the retreat everything that we're the most stuff that you're able to take in from us you know rambling and like our excited rambling which are full of good light bulb moments yes definitely um but you'll have your own light bulbs depending on what talks to you and what speaks to you so we're hoping to give you the ability to kind of take those home and use that inspiration at home to uh continue on the healing and the food as medicine journey yeah and i guess the other thing with this retreat is it is going to be intimate it's Mm. there's not going to be hundreds of people there um we're sort of anywhere between 12 and 24 people we've probably the maximum yeah. amount that the resort can yeah. cater for and that we can cater for. So you're going to have really close access to both of us, I guess me from a cooking perspective and Mel from a nat- naturopathy, nutrition, nutrition, fitness medicine, loving. you know, gut healthy kind of perspective, which I pick her brain all the time and it's really, really valuable. Um, and, and, you know, even... The cooking demonstrations, um, the yoga, the meditation, all those kinds of things are going to be really um, intimate and hopefully you'll get to make some friends as well. 
And if you want to step out, like feel like you don't want to meditate, that's cool. Yeah. I don't know what's Yeah. <laughs> you can also do your own thing. Whatever. We've got some cool little gifts lined up for you and we're going to, you know, hopefully when we do some fermenting and things like that, we're going to be giving you some little bits and pieces to take home so yeah. you can even trial it with your family and go, hey, try this, you know, healthy Vegemite or yeah. try this little cabbage ferment and try and, like you said, switch on those taste buds. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, look, it's it's just this retreat, when we spoke about what would we want in a retreat, what was what did you want in your yeah. retreat? I wanted to just have some time out. Mm. I wanted to have some fun with my girlfriends. Um, I wanted to eat some nice food. I wanted to have a couple glasses of wine at night. Um, and I probably really wanted to sleep in. Yes. Mm. So... I reckon we can tick all those boxes. I think we definitely can because I will be ticking those boxes. Yes. So. Come with what you want. Yeah. You know, have a good no rules. I think one of the most important things for any growth um, when when we're looking for personal growth or we're looking to learn something new yeah. is going with your expectations clear. Absolutely. So for me, a retreat, I want to do a little bit of movement. Yeah. I, you know, I want to do a little bit of yoga or I want to do a little bit of a bushwalk or something mm-hmm. like that and just explore that. I want to um, meet new people for sure and talk about the things that I love. And I just want to chill out. Yeah. Like I don't like wine, but if there was gin, I might have a gin. <laughs> but I want to chill out. I want to yeah. relax and I love cooking and I'm happy to do the washing up. I'm always that person. Yeah. But if I'm going to a retreat, I just want to have the food laid out. I want yeah, to eat it definitely. all. And yeah. I don't want to ever be hungry. No, yeah, like, you definitely. I've been to other retreats where I was hungry. Yeah, and you know it was like and salmon. You're not just gonna be eating green things. Yeah, salmon and salad, no dressing. Yeah, no, nothing. Yeah, no, nothing. There will be there will be oil. There will be butter. Not there will salt. be carbs. Oh my god, there will be salt. Yeah, there will be. I was I was like, this isn't healthy. No. You know, like this isn't necessarily the picture of health that maybe some um, people have isn't necessarily the truth in you know there's a lot of fad diets there's a lot of trends there's a lot of misinformation out there so we're hoping just to cut through a lot of the bullshit which is what my podcast is all about anyway and yeah do that yep so So, hopefully you'll come along join us um something that i was i actually just thought of Mm. then is it the light bulb no it's my (laughs) light bulb but i was just thinking about what do you want out of the retreat when you book your ticket um Flick mail an email. Mm. If there's something that you really want to know or really want to learn while you're on that retreat, um, let us know. And if it's not part of the agenda, we'll, we'll make sure that it is. Like yeah. I said, it's a really intimate, small retreat mm. um, and we are going to be able to fit those things in. As long as it's like, you know, I, Reasonable. Want, I want us all to be naked in the jacuzzi. Well, and tantric sex is probably <laughs> now because I'm just not that flexible. Even though I'm the naked match <laughs> But we have know, to draw the line yeah, somewhere. Yeah. But food and nutrition. For sure. Yeah. That would be awesome. That. I think when you put your order in, like what what it will get you to do is if you're interested in the retreat, all you have to do is jump on the website and make a deposit so that we know that you want your ticket and then you can pay it off as we get closer. But I think you can leave a little note. Oh, excellent. Yeah, there's like this little comment section. So you can even pop it in there, but you're always welcome to email or call me as well. Yeah. Um, the details are Love Your Guts is a retreat from the inside out. It's May 15th to 17th uh, this year, 2020. It's with myself and Steph. And the early bird rate, which we have extended to the end of March, is $8.95. The full rate would be $9.95. So if you want to get in, save 100 bucks, you can do that. If you want to bring a friend, it is share. 
for the most part, um, within, you know, with limitations. I won't put you with a strange man or a strange woman you haven't met before, but <laughs> it will be same-sex kind of share situation, okay. um, your own bathroom per couple-ish. So if you do want to bring a friend, if you feel more comfortable, then jump on that early bird and you guys will save 200 bucks together. So right, idea. it's a good and deal. It's a good thing to do with a friend. Yeah, I like to take a friend. The last retreat I went on, I went with a friend. Yeah. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was beautiful. That wasn't a salmon one, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I don't like salmon, but it was just so boring. Yeah. The last like, retreat oh. I went on was in... Catholic high school. Oh, so I don't actually have great memories of the. So we've got to give you. I need a good retreat. Yeah, we've got to give you an experience. Yeah, I need to reframe the word retreat. Love it. If you want to follow us on socials, um, on Instagram, I'm MG Herbs Official, the Naked Naturopath. It'll probably both come up. Yeah, and I'm at Steph.J.DeSosa. And um, same kind of stuff on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you can always email me, info at mgherbs.com.au. Thanks for tuning in. Ciao. If you like what we do here at The Naked Naturopath, then be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To learn more about Mel and MG Herbs, jump onto mgherbs.com, follow us on Facebook at MG Herbs Australia, and Instagram at MG Herbs Official. Please keep in mind that all advice and opinions on The Naked Naturopath are not individualized. To get the right advice for you, be sure to make a booking with Mel or your health professional. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.